0: If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Probably the power of flight. Oh, the power to turn invisible. Hmm, probably the power to win lots of money instantly. Wait, that's an option? It is now. With Power Blitz Scratch Tickets from the Texas Lottery, you could win top prizes from $5,000 up to $1 million and enter for a shot at VIP iHeartRadio event experiences or a chance to play the $10 million Power Blitz Challenge. Okay, I'd like to change my power. Play Power Blitz Scratch Tickets and power up your luck. Must be 18 or older. Play responsibly. take your pick of various issues kids under under socialist democrats the united states is changing from a government of by for the people a constitutional republic into something that well it's just different something it was never intended to be a socialist a socialist democracy a banana republic Let me give you some examples of all of this. The illegal immigration crisis. The illegal immigration crisis. Folks, it has now gotten so bad that the number of illegal aliens ushered in by the Democrat Socialist Party and the effort fully funded by the Republican Party. There are now more illegal aliens in the United States than children being born. So the the, the rate that these illegal aliens are being brought in now exceeds the birth rate of the United States of America brought to you by the Democrat and Republican Party. And it, it is, it's absolutely failing us. And th- that is, that is leading many to believe, wait a minute, something's not right here. Something has got to change. Leftist lunatic out there in the People's Republic of California, his name is Anthony Portentino. This is the guy that sponsored a bill that prohibited citizens from exercising their Second Amendment rights to carry a firearm in public, and here was his rationale for that. When you go to the mall, do you need a weapon to go shopping or do you need a credit card? You need a credit card. When you go to the supermarket, bring your bags, don't bring your gun. See, in California and other left-wing bastions, you do need your gun to handle all the Democrats' Criminals that they let out onto the streets. So these socialist Democrats are kind to criminals, letting them back on the streets so they can victimize us. And they want to make sure that we are unable to defend ourselves. And many people say that's just wrong. The, the Democrats have not only told their own voters, they, they have no choice. They have no ability to choose uh, in the primaries. You're going to you're going to vote for Joe Biden and nobody but Joe Biden. Now the Democrats are trying to jump into the states like Colorado and uh, and Maine and tell Republicans who they can vote for by taking President Trump off the ballot. That has even some Democrats, the anti-democratic ways of the Democrat Party has many Democrats going, wait a minute, how are we supposed to save democracy by denying the vote? Democratic Party in Florida decided 10 days ago that um, Joe Biden won the primary
1: without one vote being cast. A hundred and some people on their executive committee said, "Uh, we don't need a primary. Joe Biden will be the nominee and therefore we will hand 250 delegates to Joe Biden. North Carolina the next week said, you know what, despite the fact that I qualified by simply being a presidential candidate who is in the national news, That's their only predicate. They decided they don't need a primary either that Joe Biden has won and they will hand their delegates to him. And these are this is happening right in front of our faces. Mm -hmm. And the president has not said a word about it.
0: No, of course he won't. That's a Democrat congressman, Dean Phillips, who is out there complaining that the Democrats have abandoned the idea of Americans having a government of by and for the people. Your leaders will be chosen for you. What's ironic about all this, folks, is Beijing Biden starts his his political campaign for 2024 by saying we're fighting for democracy. R- really, you're fighting for democracy by denying people to vote. You're fighting for democracy by saying, hey, you can't use gas stoves and you can't use uh, gas heaters and you can't drive the car you want to drive. Uh, and uh, oh, oh, by the way, we're going to tell you who you can and can't vote for. That's your idea of saving democracy? President Trump was speaking about all of well, he's this. He's incompetent, and he was 25 years ago, too, if you look at his policies. Uh, but he's grossly incompetent. He's not fit for office. And I really think he's a, a danger to democracy. I really believe that. Uh, well, I think there's no doubt about it. That was on the Hugh Hewitt show where President Trump was speaking. So, folks, a lot, a lot of people are looking at this and going, what is our course? If the Republicans are abandoning us, they don't want to defend their voters, and the Democrat socialists are out to destroy the republic, where do we go? What do we do? Some folks say that secession, uh, Texas leaving the union is one possible solution. And they'd like to get the people of Texas, at least those who care about preserving the Constitution and the rule of law, that would be the Republican Party to get them to weigh in on this. And the way they would do that is through a primary ballot question. What are, you know, do you believe we should have a conversation about texit in the state of Texas? And well, frankly, folks, the folks in charge of Texas said they gathered enough signatures to get that question put on the ballot. But it's not on the ballot. So there were some issues that have arisen with this. And we'll discuss what those issues are and the the path that we can chart going forward. And I guess this fundamental question isn't whether or not you think we should be leaving the United States as the state of Texas. But what about the fundamental question of do we have the right to ask that question? Do we have the right to give uh, our people the ability to weigh in on that? Don't the people deserve a voice on that? And we'll discuss it next on the Salcedo Storm Podcast from our sponsor. Are you sick of all these Medicare commercials? Well, what if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and they are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by
1: Every weekday afternoon on Newsmax.
0: Everybody's got an agenda, right? And in America, for the time being, that's okay. But I think folks would be stupid to fund an agenda that doesn't align with their own. Patriot Mobile can help you with that. When you make the switch to Patriot Mobile, you're going to get an industry leading coverage guarantee. You're going to get all kinds of discounts for our first responder heroes and our veterans. But you're also going to be supporting a company that supports your values and donates to your values. And there's an added bonus you'll also be supporting me. Your or liberty-loving Latino. Every single person who goes to PatriotMobile.com slash Storm and makes the switch. You support the Salcedo Storm podcast, keeping my voice independent. Hey, I worked for a company that changed the rules in the middle of the game. I couldn't talk about the issues important to you. It was then I realized my voice needed to be independent. I think Tucker Carlson's discovering that too. Head to PatriotMobile.com slash Storm. Make the switch today. Use my promo code Storm. Get free activation and stop funding the woke Crowd. Call 972-PATRIOT or go to PatriotMobile.com slash Storm.
1: Why get your news from people who don't share your values? Get news stories from Texas Scorecard. We provide real news for real Texans. Did you know you can watch Texas Scorecard on your TV? If you have a Roku or Apple TV device, download the free Texas Scorecard app. There you can find all the great Texas Scorecard video content like Daily Headlines, The Luke Messias Show, Heads Up, and Scorecard documentaries. Download the Texas Scorecard app for free on Roku or Apple TV.
0: The next subject matter we're going to discuss, it is going to sound to many of you around the country like a Texas issue. However, however, even though the issue tags is in the name and it is Texas centered, it will impact. This question does have an impact on what's happening all over these United States as more and more Americans wake up to a government that is not of by and for the people. So this discussion is relevant to every state, not to mention if if it ever comes to pass and that that's debatable and that's not the question we're actually talking about today. But if Texas ever does come to pass, the economic impact on the once United States would be significant. I don't know if you folks realize or recognize the economic impact of the state of Texas. Depending on which survey you read, we are the 8th or 10th largest economy in the world. The the state of Texas eclipses entire countries like Canada and and others as far as its material wealth, the the wealth that Texas generates. So if it ever got down the road, and, and this is a huge question that we're, again, not dealing with today, But if it ever got there, a texit would be a significant impact to the bottom line of the once United States. Once United because, frankly, the Democrat Party no longer wishes to be Americans. They no longer wish to adhere to the Constitution, the rules that are supposed to bind us all. So this question of texit, what we're going to be discussing today is, are we even able to ask the question? And then let me bring on Daniel Miller. He's the president of the Texas Nationalist Movement and author of the book, Texit, Why and How Texas Will Leave the Union. Miller has been a vocal proponent of a fundamental reexamination of the relationship between the states and the federal government. Mr. Miller, Happy New Year. Welcome back. Happy New Year, Chris. All right, sir. So when when last we spoke before Christmas, you had notified this audience that that your organization had gathered the requisite amount of signatures to put the question as to whether or not we'd even have a conversation about Texit on the GOP primary ballot. And those those signatures have been rejected by the Republican Party of the state of Texas to put to be on their ballot, and they listed two criteria as to why. Let's go through those. Number one, tell us what it is and why they objected to it and why you think... They're wrong to have objected.
1: Yeah, the first, the, the first reason for rejection, in you Rinaldi's letter, was that he, he made the assertion that the petition was not timely filed uh, in the sense that um, he said that we didn't meet the deadline. But the deadline for filing was December the 11th at 6 p.m. And, and in his letter, he essentially said, oh, no, no, wait, that's not actually the filing deadline. It's actually the day before, December, Sunday, December 10th, which the office was closed, which, uh, frankly, was the most ridiculous argument you could possibly make, especially for someone who is allegedly an attorney.
0: Okay, so that's number one. Number two, uh, the criteria that was used to reject these, uh, these signatures and the petition to place this on the primary ballot in March, uh, what was the objection, and then why do you disagree with it?
1: Well, the objection was that uh, a bulk of the signatures were collected electronically. And, um, you know, it's it, it was based off of old, outdated guidance from the Secretary of State, which I might might add, um, as soon as Rinaldi's letter hit, the Secretary of State removed that guidance from their website because it's wrong. Um, but essentially what happens here is if you look at the, the, the specific statutes relating to petitions, Uh, There has been an argument made for quite some time that there's a provision in Texas statute called the Uniform Electronic Transactions Act, right? It allows uh, Texans to execute contracts to basically conduct any business electronically with very few exceptions, okay? And those are wills and codicils, things of that nature. Uh, But what's covered under that is what are called governmental transactions and petitions signatures would count so outside of the statute there was a a federal court decision that happened back in the summer that essentially affirmed that issue that digital signatures were valid so when we launched the petition campaign uh we suspected that the republican party of texas might balk at it but you know we had statutes and we had court precedent that showed otherwise so uh bottom line is both of Rinaldi's reasons for rejecting the petition really were not about law or about the petition violating the statute. In in fact, in every aspect of the petition, we met or exceeded what was required by law. It it really has been about um, the the party trying to tackle what they consider a politically uncomfortable uh, matter. And that is letting the people of Texas express their discontent with the federal system.
0: Right. And I and I want to get to the the politics of all of this, but just to get the nuts and bolts out of the way, what are your next steps? Uh, the, the signatures have been turned in. You say they should have been accepted. Chairman Matt Rinaldi says they should not have been uh, accepted. What are your next steps?
1: Well, we're going, we're going to court. Um, you know, I, I actually read the draft filings yesterday, uh, last night, and so we're going to court. So Uh, Court filing is imminent in this, and and we're going to go to court, and we're going to force the Republican Party of Texas to follow the dadgum law. I mean, isn't this really the problem that we have, Chris? I mean, I I listened to the first hour of your show, and and what we've got is we've got uh, Republicans and Democrats, right, the political establishment as a whole, that treat the rule of law like a cafeteria plan, like they can pick and choose which ones they follow and which ones they don't. And so I look at this action by the party, and specifically by Matt, as virtually no different than Biden's border policy, right? Um, you know, they're violating our sovereignty on the border by what they're doing down there, and, you know, that's the federal government doing that. The federal government just sued the state of Texas over our uh, border law. Uh, but this is no different. Article One, Section 2 of the Texas Constitution guarantees as an inalienable right to the people the right to alter, reform, or abolish our government in such manner as we may deem expedient. And these folks are treating this particular advisory referendum, this ballot proposition, like, you know, we go vote on it, and if Texans say, yes, we're out tomorrow, it's not. Yeah, to essentially set the political boundary for the discussion moving forward.
0: That's a fair point. Folks, what, which, what you need to understand is this is a in a primary, uh, very rarely do you get uh, an initiative that has the, the, the a bite of the, the rule of law. Basically, all they're doing is asking a question. They, you want to get a sense of the electorate in the state of Texas. The majority in Texas concer- consider themselves conservatives slash Republicans. So what the Texas movement just wants to know is, where is the Republican Party? And I think, by the way, we're speaking, speaking to Daniel Miller. He's the president of the Texas nationalist movement and author of the book, Texit, uh, this, this question could be solved because a lot of your critics say that there's the vast majority of Texans do not want to even entertain the idea of Texas leaving the union. So asking this question and getting it answered would, and if it was to the negative, it would basically shut down your entire movement, wouldn't it?
1: Well, it wouldn't shut down the movement, but it would definitely camp down the conversation for a generation look you know this was the argument so i don't know if we talked about this the last time but but i actually was a proxy for a member of the state republican executive committee at at the beginning of december Mm -hmm. and and literally that's the argument that i made look if if you feel so comfortable in your position that no one actually wants texas put it on the ballot and shut this down in the party for a generation. Right. Shut it down, you know. Th- th- this is an easy one to figure out. And that's the and question, so-
0: and that, Mr. Miller, that's the question I'm asking today, is the, the Texas issue aside, just for the moment, do, do the people of Texas, or at least in the Republican Party, have the right to at least weigh in on the question? And that's kind of what we're examining here today. I want to talk to you about the politics of all of this. Claudine Gay, the, uh, the, the president of Harvard, she has been accused of plagiarism, and incredibly so. She has, of course, in congressional testimony, refused to, uh, to condemn the calls for, for Jewish genocide, and now she's out. And, and, of course, the Associated Press is blaming conservatives for holding her to a standard, okay? So we've been using this this, as Daniel Miller points out, this selective enforcement of rules and laws to fit a political agenda. For example, President Trump, he had every legal right to classified information. He's in possession of some of it. He declassified it, he claims. And, and the uh, federal government is going after him and trying to throw him in jail. However, Joe Biden admits that he's been illegally in possession of classified information since 1974. And he's not touched. Not touched at all. So th- it is this double standard of the rule of law that, we, that was – and this, this idea that Democrats never take responsibility for things they screw up and Republicans allow them to get away with it uh, That was the topic of the first hour. So let me talk to you about politics in the state of Texas, Mr. Miller, because a lot of folks around the country are aghast. They, they, they can't fathom that the Republican Party of Texas w- would be so stupid – As to allow a situation where not only the Democrats choose the Republican speaker of the Texas House, but the fact that the Republican speaker, his name is Dade Phelan, is the only Republican speaker in all of the United States that appoints Democrats to chair powerful committees with the expressed purpose of killing conservative legislation. People around the country can't fathom what I just said, but it's happening in the state of Texas. And a lot of Texans aren't even aware of that as well. But this session in particular was so left wing, such a betrayal to our people in the face of Joe Biden and his regime. Politically speaking, a lot of folks say this ought to be an election that's about a reckoning on these. These pro-Democrat Republicans, these fake Republicans who who really are Democrats who couldn't get elected as as Democrats, so they run as Republicans. It should be the primary focus of this upcoming primary election to get all of them blown out, and that they they say that your exit question would be a diversion and allow these people to classify anybody who would back the exit uh, question as just whack jobs and, and serve as a mechanism to keep these pro-Democrat Republicans inside of office. What would you say to that?
1: Well, I, I would say those people that say that sort of thing need to quit hanging out at the methadone clinic, right? <laughs> it just t- tells you that these guys don't know what, what they're talking about. Look, okay. here's what we know about independence referendum, right? Even whether they're binding or advisory, it, it is irrelevant, but average voter turnout, for independence referendums hovers around eighty-five percent, right? Brexit underperformed a little bit. Scottish independence referendum was right at eighty-five percent. But but mm-hmm. here's here's the thing, and this is why the political establishment is so against letting Texans vote on this. Because the establishment is held in place by voter apathy. They have fooled so many voters into believing that they don't have a choice, right? That they're gonna just elect these same scumbags to send them up there, and they're not going to do the will of the people, and as such, they've created this divide between the political uh, establishment and the people. Independence referendums like this are the thing that actually breaks the back of the political establishment. That's why they pull out every single stop. They will pay whatever money necessary to keep Texans from having this conversation that not only explains. Poses the debate about our relationship with the federal government but shines a bright light on how we are being governed here in Texas. You want to have a conversation about Dave feeling appointing Democrats to, uh, to, uh, to um, committee chairmanships? You put Texas on the ballot, or you put Texas on the ballot, and you're going to have that conversation in a way that everyone in Texas gets to hear. You want to talk about all the shady things that go on behind the scenes in Austin? then you put Texas on the ballot. You break the back of the political establishment. You flood the zone with voters who are sick and tired of the status quo in the political establishment by putting this on the ballot, and people like Dave Thielen and Dustin Burroughs and Carly Guerin, they, they disappear and yep. go into early retirement.
0: And, folks, let me, let me give you an idea of who we're dealing with, these pro-Democrat Republicans. There's a guy by the name of Representative Jared Patterson. Uh, who weighed in on the Texit question? Who called? Well, I'm just going to read it right from his Twitter post. It's official. American traders will not get their initiative on the Republican primary ballot in March. That's what he called uh, the the those in the texit, uh texit movement. Just to have this conversation, your liberty-loving Latino responded to him by saying the following, and I'll just use I'll just say it as I put it on X. Uh, at Jared L. Patterson knows a thing or two about betraying conservatives in service to socialists. However, I'm struck by several aspects of his comments here. First, Great Britain called our founding fathers traitors. Secondly, uh, Mr. Mister. Patterson supports denying the people of Texas a voice on the Texas question. Not exactly a position in keeping with American traditions Mr. Patterson claims he supports. And thirdly, he used his post to promote one of these pro-Democrat Republicans to stay in office and continue to backstab our people in the, in, in the state of Texas, which would, of course, drive more people to the Texit cause. So their their protestations on at least having the conversation, Mr. Miller, seem to be rather rather vacuous. If folks want to to see what your movement is about, where's a website they can go?
1: Uh, I would encourage everyone to head over to texitnow.org. Uh, that site answers pretty much every question, every objection that people have about the Texas issue. Uh, and, and if if you are ready for Texas to reclaim its right of self-government, go register your support. Uh, we're going to fight for every one of those 139,456 petition signers, plus our... Well- well over half a million supporters, and and we're going to
0: win. Well, keep us posted on the the court filings, and tomorrow we have Chairman Matt Rinaldi coming in to give us his perspective on this. Thank you very much, Mr. Miller. That's going to put a wrap on the Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor. Visit two websites, texasscorecard.com. That's number one. And number two is chrissalcedo.com. That's where you find big news in Texas and you find the Chris Salcedo shows on AM700 KSEV, the Voice of Texas, and on Newsmax TV. Check your local listings, yada, yada, yada. Until we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me, we the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Probably the power of flight. Oh, the power to turn invisible. Hmm, probably the power to win lots of money instantly. Wait, that's an option? It is now. With Power Blitz Scratch Tickets from the Texas Lottery, you could win top prizes from $5,000 up to $1 million. And enter for a shot at VIP iHeartRadio event experiences or a chance to play the $10 million Power Blitz Challenge. Okay, I'd like to change my power. Play Power Blitz Scratch Tickets and power up your luck. Must be 18 or older, play responsibly. Got an old car you don't use anymore? Or donate it to Cars for Kids. They auction off donated vehicles in any condition and use 100% of the proceeds to help kids in need graduate. Cars for Kids is the only charity owned and operated car donation program where 100% of the net proceeds go directly to support kids. Donate today and you'll receive a $50 gift card at carsforkids.org. That's carsforkids.org. This is your chance to make a difference right off the car, not the kid.